KYW Original Podcasts. I'm Paul Kurtz with John McDevitt, and we are the Beer and Booze Bros. Sleep is for the week, not Philly Beer Week. On today's podcast, we celebrate craft beer. Like we never did that before. Yeah, but this time, we do it with all of the imbibers, insiders, and inventors celebrating the 2019 Philly Beer Week. And speaking of inventors, we spoke to the man who discovered the New England IPA. I remember, as a novice brewer, he just looked at me one day, he's like, are you kidding me? Taste that beer. That beer tastes amazing. Who cares if it's hazy? And it was like, yeah, you're right. Hundreds of events were held all over the region for the uh, 12th annual Philly Beer Week. That's right, from the hammer of glory to opening tap to a day that went to the dogs. Well, what's the connection between dogs and beer? People like dogs, they like beer. I'm a car guy. People like cars, they like dogs too. What's the swimming pool? We got a little too swimming pool. Some dogs like pools. There were rare beers and ones that debuted here from some of the nation's outstanding breweries. Is it still the number one beer in America? In our eyes, sure. (laughs) (laughs) And to wrap it all up, we spoke with the man himself, Casey Barker, the chairman of the board for Philly Loves Beer. Our goal is to promote the beer scene in Philadelphia throughout the entire year. We just celebrate how awesome and badass it is. Through Philly Beer Week, through the ten years, uh, the the ten days of ten years, it feels like it. That through those ten days. Um. And we debut our new podcast segment called "The Beer and Booze Bros Buzz." The buzz, buzz. <laughs> Episode eighteen starts now. Now, buzz. The 12th annual Philly Beer Week, a Sudsies celebration of craft beer, kicked off with the opening tap event in South Philadelphia. There were nearly 100 beer and cider samplings there. Yeah, a lot of special brews there, and of course the uh, symbol of Beer Week, the Hammer of Glory, or Hog, was ushered in with grand style. Yeah, with a string band. The Hog was used to tap the first firkin of the festival, containing a collaborative brew called Brotherly Suds. There were more than a hundred events throughout the region. Uh, John, did we attend all of those? I think pretty close. (laughs) We tried anyway. (laughs) Yeah, but there was one fantastic uh, event that our friends at Monk's Cafe in Center City invited us to. It was a VIP event with owners of Alchemist Beer from Vermont in town debuting some very special brews. I'm John Kimmick, co-founder and head brewer at The Alchemist. And I'm Jen Kimmick, uh, co-owner, co-founder of The Alchemist. And The Alchemist, of course, gave us Heady Topper. Yes, right. Is it still the number one beer in America? In our eyes, sure. <laughs> <laughs> we were uh, people were asking us in the newsroom since we're you know you're you're the inventor of New England IPAs, right? That's what people say. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I mean, we've been making beer like that for a long time. I mean, when I started at the Vermont Pub and Brewery back in the mid-90s, um, you know, my friend and mentor, Greg Noonan, he's the one that taught me. Um, and we were brewing hazy IPAs back then just by the way we were hopping things and the amount of hops we were using. And I remember as a novice brewer, um, you know, worrying about that. And he just looked at me one day. He's like, are you kidding me? He's like, taste that beer. He's like, that beer tastes amazing. He's like, who cares if it's hazy? And it was like, yeah, you're right. Who cares? 
Is there a difference between a New England IPA and a New England hazy IPA? I think so. Nowadays, what people work New England IPA, I don't think our beers really fall into that category. Um, you know, there's a there's a movement toward very very soft, very very juicy, extremely hopped IPAs, um, which have a market. People, there's a lot of people that love that, but that's just not the IPA that we brew. Um, I like a bit more bitterness and structure and mineral character to our to our beers, and so you know that's not that different because for all those years that we had no place, you know, if we ever entered our beer into competition, it didn't fit anywhere because it would get chucked out because it was too hazy or or whatever. So now, if we entered our beer into competition, it wouldn't be hazy enough. You know, now that's the thing. Just because people call it a hazy IPA doesn't mean it's a good hazy IPA. Oh no! <laughs> uh, I mean, there's never been more great beer in the world than right now. But there, the flip side is there has never been more mediocre and bad beer in the world either, just by sheer numbers. You know, so that just is what it is. It's just with there's six thousand breweries now, as opposed to fifteen hundred. That's a big middle. It's much bigger now. A lot of dilution. Sure. Do you um, do you taste a lot of hazy IPAs just to see if anyone can uh, measure up? I mean, I we have beers dropped off to us all the time. Customers, um, other brewers, you know, beer just migrates to our place, and I have a shelf that is constantly being replenished. So yeah, I try tons and tons of of IPAs. Sure. All kinds of beers. I mean, all walks of life. What's new for you guys? What are you? What are you looking towards? What are you? What, what's new for you? You know, I think we're always evolving and making ourselves better. John's always working on new recipes, focusing on barrel program. Um, definitely IPAs evolving, new hops, but staying true to what we do and not, you know. Making the beer too soft or too chalky because that's the trend. Making beer that's just super drinkable like we always have. And then for us, you know, we've been in the brewing business now for over 20 years. Um, What really excites us is what we're able to do with um, the beer that we're making. And that's running our foundation and doing all the philanthropical work that we love to do in Vermont. It's not even noon yet and uh, people are lined up outside. How does that make you feel? Oh, it's cool. We love it. We're, We're thrilled that people are still willing to wait in line for us and we love it. But we got we got to wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. Do you want? Yeah, why don't you taste something on draft before you leave? Uh, one that they roll the premiere. The rapture. Yeah. Let's get this jar. This doesn't constitute drinking on the job. And outside monks, there is a line of people waiting for the doors to open. Among them, Scott Armstrong from Bloomington, Delaware. Have you ever stood in line for beer before like, like yes. this? Oh, or, do you know anything else other than Hedy Topper? I, I actually prefer the Focal Banger, uh-huh. and then they have a, a later summer beer called Skadoosh. So they have a couple of things in there that uh, are, are unique to Beer Week, and we tried out being the... De- they're being debuted. Uh, the Wild Child O Positive, mm-hmm. and we had the Rapture. Pretty, okay. Pretty amazing. I haven't had those. So there you go. No, I've had this Skadoosh, which oh, yeah? I love, uh-huh. and the Focal Banger. In fact, I have a fridge full of Focal Banger and Hetty Top really? at home. Presume but you're going to try the, the ones you don't recognize. Correct. <laughs> awesome. And the ones I do.
was a really cool event outside Fergie's pub in Midtown Village. Yeah, went to the dogs, as in dogfish head and flying dog. There were real dogs, too, some from the neighborhood and a couple up for adoption from the Philadelphia Animal Welfare Society, or PAWS. We start things off with Wendy Duramont with Dogfish Head. Hello. Hello there. Hello. My name is Wendy. I'm with Dogfish Head Craft Brewery. Fun event. It is. We're in an alleyway outside near uh, Fergie's. This yeah. is Fergie's Alley. You're two-thirds of this uh, trifecta here of uh, do- uh, dog-related breweries. Sure. We have dog in our name, but truth be told, dogs are as every bit as important to us as our human counterparts. If you come down to Dogfish Head, Milton, Delaware... Uh, the brewery is uh, super dog friendly. We have, uh, at any given time, God willing, I love opening that door, seeing five, six, seven dogs in the tasting Did room. Did you say dog willing? Dog willing. Love it. Um, oh, I've got by me. And uh, they just. Uh, I haven't heard that. No, they, they uh, you know, there are dogs all over the place, and it's really cool. You know, yeah. it's also children friendly, too, and people, you know, tend to like them as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do they bring in dogs, bring in more customers? I just think that it allows the customers and the guests that are visiting us, especially because we have the Inn in Lewis now, too, and uh, that is also dog-friendly, and I, I think that it just encourages people to understand that you don't have to change your entire lifestyle just because you want to visit somewhere, and it's important to us because we want as many people and as many, you know, different people and dogs to come visit us you know as, uh, as possible Very cool. let's let's tie in this event beer week you're wearing a philly loves beer uh, shirt yeah. and this we're in like this is it this is the week that you've been like living for really right i was gonna say dying but i switched to living <laughs> philly beer week uh, for sure has been a uh, fantastic uh, addition to the philly beer scene um, we are the best beer drinking city in america but this week just gives us the opportunity to host guests from everywhere. Um, a lot of guest breweries come in. Um, you know, just the, the people, the culture, the, the, the events are out of control. What are some... <laughs> what do you, you gotta, about that? Because I want to hear a war story or two about some of uh, beer weeks past where you had to rep and then, you know, you can't help but get caught up in what you're, whatever you're doing, right? I'd be dead by now, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you have to pace yourself. Well, we, we, <laughs> sleep is for the week, not Philly Beer Week. <laughs> yes. Can you tell us the worst, the, the thing you regret most about Philly Beer Week that you wish you hadn't done? <laughs> if I may be so forward. And you can hit me if you want. I, think I don't. You should hit him. Hit I, him. Do, I don't want to hit you. <laughs> I'm really thinking back now over 12 years of memories. Um, there was, I, I would say, the very first beer week. Oh my God, <laughs> the very first beer week. Uh, Sam, our uh, founder, Sam Calgioni, uh, yeah, came into town, and we did the event at Jose Pistola's. Uh, which is now, you know, we did it last night as well. It's called Extreme Homebrew yeah. Event yeah, with yeah. Nancy, oh, yeah. Parker, Nancy and Nancy. George. I love yes, Nancy that was and great. George. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've we been doing that. That's our twelfth year. Twelfth year, and uh, we did that event. And I underestimated how much of a twelve plus percent beers that I would be drinking. Mm. And I had a dentist appointment the next day. Mm. <laughs> What, I guess what I regretted the most was uh, drinking 
as much as I did that night. And I, I'm still fine. I wouldn't try to drive. I and I got a hotel right. room. Responsible. And uh, in the hotel room, it seemed like a good idea for me to jump from the left bed to the right bed back and forth. Oh, my God. Because I was having fun. I know where this is you going. Know? And I ate it. And... <laughs> My back scraped down the corner of the nightstand. Oh, oh, I hate when that happens. And I thought it was going to be a lifelong scar, but it was really a valuable lesson. Don't have pillow fights by yourself. <laughs> the one thing that sticks out in my mind that hurt. So you never, you never had pillow fights with yourself ever again since then, or have you? Okay. Always with a friend. Susie Woods from Allagash, one of my best friends. Hey, Susie. Is uh, probably my favorite person to ever have pillow fights with. All right, cool. That would be great. So, so wait a minute. So, pillow fighting is less, like, the risk is is less with another pillows. person? Yeah. The pillows. We had, actually. As long as there aren't any lamps in the right. Yeah. We've Not had, a lamp fight. I don't know. No, the lampshades are fine. I don't know what you know about Philly Beer Week, but one event that we used to have uh, years ago was called the Throwdown in Franklin Town. Oh and this God. was out. This was out by Kite and Key, yeah. you know, 18th and Callow Hill. And this oh. Susie Woods and I That's had donned Steve's. gloves. Yeah. And the first year it was a concrete squared circle, right? Yeah. The second year they actually had a bouncy square circle that we That's were hilarious. bouncing and hitting each other. And uh, yeah, there's nothing like punching one of your good friends in the face and having her look at you like and she's I didn't think you were really going to hit me you know <laughs> there used to be a lot of physical contact gladiator games keg races on on carts like we've had some stellar events over the years wow. things that we probably couldn't get away with now uh-huh. battle scars of yes battle scars of rickshaw races it. oh I remember that yep but Tom Kehoe in one of them oh, from yeah. Yards David Walker. What's, where is Tom Keogh? I haven't seen him in a while. I saw him. Probably, I don't yeah. remember the last time. I saw Keogh on Friday for yeah. opening tap. Yeah, we were there too. Yeah, I saw you guys. Oh, yeah? You did? I saw your oh, our, devices our out devices. in front of people. <laughs> but this is actually like the best way because like our work court, like we just pocket it and then like we pull Go it out when it. We'll pull it out when needed. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Just like, pull it out when needed. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> Can't wait to see this you edit are, job. Oh, so. baby! So we're the beer and booze bros. Right? If you if you, uh, if you don't mind like it, like listening to it, we'd love to hear. I'll give you my card. Like, okay, cool. And subscribing. <laughs> Ryan Aspland is with Flying Dog Brewery. It's a benefit, actually, for Paul's, right? Right, yeah. So, uh, I mean, obviously, we're trying to get some dogs adopted, um, drink some great beers, raise a little bit of money for them. So let's talk about the... You're the beer guy, so let's let's talk about uh, the, the beer element here. What, what, Flying what, Dog. Yeah, what do you got? What I do you love, got? by the way, this... No, I'm not kissing up to you. Uh, I will if you want, but I'm not. And this... I love your beer. Yeah. It's Flying... Uh, Flying Dog. Maryland. Yeah, so right in Frederick, Maryland, currently. It started uh, back in 1990 in Aspen, Colorado. And then 2006, sort of... We're working out of a brewery with another guy that was in there as well. And then by 2008, Flying Dog... Or, yeah, Flying Dog had grown into the whole uh, space down there in Frederick, which is where we're at now. We're doing about 100,000 barrels of beer per year at this point. So a pretty large craft brewery, independently owned. I mean, it's great because we can make some cool funky beers we have some beers like raging bitch you know snake dog truth bloodline um that are sort of our flagship beers 
but you know, we're constantly putting out new beers. Um, one that I'm super pumped about right now is called Thunderfield. It's a hazy IPA, um, a beer that our brewers worked on for about a year before we put it out in the market. So a lot of, you know, R&D in some of these beers, really cool stuff going on. So uh, let's talk about the beer. Uh, Raging Bitch. Yeah. Belgian Ale. Yeah, so Raging Bitch is uh, Belgian. John's drinking bottle. Yeah. Bel- he's John's great, drinking. Art, great art, by yeah, the way. Yeah, Ralph Stedman does all of our artwork. Ralph Stedman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is really awesome. Ralph Stedman, John, did all the artwork for Hunter Thompson. That's pretty amazing. I mean, yeah. and this is a can of, uh, it's a dog. It's a, it looks like a... It's a female. Oh, yeah. Right. Clearly a bitch. And, um, well, look. Look at that. Look at her little um, thing you said hanging out there. Yeah. What is that? She was just milking or something. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Why do you go to these places? This guy. Yeah, right. This guy. But, yeah, it's a Belgian-style IPA. Yeah, um, one of the few Belgian-style IPAs that's really sort of lasted and is around. Um, we use a Belgian yeast strain in there called El Diablo, which is a really aggressive strain of yeast. Um, so it ferments at about a 30 to 40% quicker rate than a lot of other yeasts that you see out there. Um, so that's how it kind of got that name Raging. Interesting fact about that beer is the state of Michigan tried to sue us for having it be called Raging Bitch. They didn't want us to sell it in Michigan. They, they thought it was you know, bad for the public. We ended up countersuing and all that, went through the whole thing, offered them a penny to settle as long as they admitted that they were wrong. They wanted to, they wanted to keep it going, so we ended up winning that. So Raging Bitch is really like a testament to the First Amendment, you know. Yeah. Casey Parker is the board chair of Philly Loves Beer. He wraps up the week and opens up about a lot more. We meet up with him at one of his restaurants, Pistolas Del Sur, in South Philly. He brought Kirk Decker of 2nd District Brewing along. He just got back from a board meeting. This is the the post-apocalyptic world known as uh, After Beer Week, Philly Beer Week. And these guys, I'm not sure how much involvement you have, Kirk. I know that Casey is fully immersed from organizing the thing to running events and to taking part as much as possible. Yeah, that's way overblown. I'm, I'm the board chair. Um, I, I think I should probably say reluctantly board chair, but I, I don't think any any chair that's ever been in there hasn't been a little bit um, hesitant. But I'm just kidding. I, I love it to death, but uh, Kurt's actually on the board of directors with us as well. And uh, when you talk about organizing, I think I'm more of a cheerleader than anything. I don't... We have an executive director for that, Christina Dowd, and she's done a wonderful job. We have a, a team that uh, has dubbed themselves team slightly above mediocre. Um, but honestly, they do an incredible job. And it, it, like this is certainly the hangover. We're, we're, uh, but, but an exciting one, because this was, I feel like this was the th- a throwback of a Philly Beer Week, I think. Everybody had some killer events, and even even through the exhaustion of it all, we do, we we uh, we got to enjoy each other's beers. We got to enjoy each other's events, and it was a success. Philly loves beer. Uh, that that's the the nonprofit. Um, it gets better and better every year, right? Philly loves beer started as Philly Beer Week. Um, Philly Beer Week is our crowning festival. Our our goal is to promote the beer scene in Philadelphia throughout the entire year. We just celebrate how awesome and badass it is through Philly Beer Week, through the 10 years, uh, the, the 10 days of 10 years. It feels like it. The 
through those 10 days. So we'll start with the uh, opening tap. Uh, it was at a new venue this year. It was a... It was 2300 Arena. I thought it was great. Um, I thought it, it was... Uh, we moved away from the Fillmore because they booked a big bacon festival or something like that, or at least <laughs> at least that I was told, and, and I just didn't really look if there was a bacon festival because I didn't want to know if I was being lied to. <laughs> of course, uh, you're also, you also perform. Uh, you perform the... Yeah. <laughs> Casey's the one in the mummer's costume uh, at opening time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Sure, guys. We can get into this if you want. <laughs> I, I listen. We last year for the first time, me and my GM, we and the team at Pistolas, but my GM and I dressed up as Kelsey and Howie Long from the Eagles Super Bowl parade, and we were trying to think of what to do to top that for the Hog Relay this year, and I was like, no, let's just throw a Super Bowl parade every year, and so that's probably what we're going to do forever. Is it getting? Bigger, or you like it the way it is, or what do you? Where, where's it going? Where's Where's Beer Week, or and going in the future? Beer, like it's. We talked about this a lot today at our board meeting, honestly, and and like, I don't. I, I think it's always going to get bigger because our scene is continuing to grow, but again, it's kind of why we made the move to Philly loves beer, so we could give people love year round, and then in those ten days really celebrate it with the party it deserves but in our 12 years we've certainly shifted when we opened there were not nearly as many local breweries as there are now mm -hmm. um, especially good ones you know and now there's a ton of incredible breweries around so I think they probably make up an awful lot more of the Philly Loves Beer crowd when 12 years ago it was probably mostly venues that were still trying to teach people about incredible beer I, I will say one thing that I'd like to change about Philly Beer Week is I, and Philly Loves Beer is I'd like to have you guys more involved. We need to do more stuff with you throughout the year. Cool. And, and, and we're always open. If you guys ever want anything, you, you know who to reach out to, and we'll, we'd love to have you involved. So like, thank you. That's great. We're in on that, right, John? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Well, thank you. We appreciate that. Yeah. Um, are we strolling podcast at next year's opening tap? Oh, strolling oh, live. Same. <laughs> Thanks, right. guys. We really appreciate this. Thank you. Right. As always, really guys, awesome. you're the best. Great wrap up. Thank you. Thank appreciate you. it. Thank you. Always. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And we have something new for you, a segment called the Beer and Booze Bros Buzz. In which we take a dive into the latest issues involving the beer, wine, and spirits industries. For example, have you, uh, John, ever heard of the spotted lanternfly? I actually have, because that's all anyone's talking about. Yeah, you're right, but but uh, maybe outside this area people don't know. It's, uh, it's a bug, right? It is. It's a predator, a little predator that breeds like crazy and feasts on grapes. Right? Yeah, they're they're literally literally destroying vineyards and livelihoods in Pennsylvania. It's actually pretty serious, no joke. Yeah, and it, I hear it's getting worse. Yeah, and we're just starting to hear about it. So this is something we're going to tackle in the next episode of Beer and Booze Bros. Yeah, looking forward to it. The buzz, the buzz. <laughs>
Well, that does it. We'll have another round of the Beer and Booze Bros real soon. You can find us and subscribe to the Beer and Booze Bros on the Radio.com app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us on Twitter at the Beer Bros with a Z at the end. You can find me, Paul Kurtz, on Twitter backwards at Kurtz Paul. John McDevitt is at JM1060. Tom Rickard helped produce this episode. Tom is on Twitter at T Rick. I don't know. Sure, guys. We can get into this if you want. Don't have pillow fights by yourself. Cheers, Johnny. Cheers, Paul. All right, bye. Bye.